But yes, last month when our computers cut off, yeah, we were just getting ready to talk about Wandavision, right? And both of us like froze up, and I look at my watch, and it was like ten till eleven. I'm like, uh, it, this it, is fate. That's <laughs> what I was thinking too. I'm like, you know what? Yeah, it's it's late there. <laughs> Uh, I've got dinner downstairs. Uh, right. Yeah. yeah, you know, we'll pick this up later. <laughs> right? But, wh- okay, what are your thoughts overall about WandaVision? I was, I genuinely liked it. I was, you know, thoroughly confused and didn't care. Yeah. Um, and I thought it was it was really well done. Yeah. It, I was really nervous to see how Marvel was going to take, you know, it's, you know, it, it, it's... TV space on the Disney Plus thing. Um, I mean, I know they, they're, they're not strangers to that format with uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And, and the three great shows they had on Netflix. Well, the two great shows they had on Netflix and Iron <laughs> Fist. Uh, which, real quick, side note on Iron Fist. Uh, I sat through it because I'm a fan. Right. But, like, the last five minutes... Oh, of yes. the last episode. I'm like, yes, yes, more of that. Give me yes. that. That's so the show I want. It was like this super long lead up to oh, what God. was going to be a great season. I'm like, yeah, yes, here we are. And it's like, how many hundreds of hours did I wait for this yes. teaser? Are yep. you kidding me? And then canceled. Right. But that's a show I'd have watched the hell out of the show. Oh, fuck yes. If it was that. All of those were were heading in the right direction. Now, my yeah, not to take away from the Disney side, but to dwell on the Netflix side. Um, all of the seasons were too long. Every single one of them could have shaved yeah. off three or four episodes and made a lot more of an intriguing show to watch. Right, I think so too, and I think that's indicative from what I've found of of a lot of the Netflix originals at that time always had this horrible pacing problem yes yes you're um, right really interesting characters you can see where the plot's going or you, know, right. you can see that it's interesting at least that okay you've, you've given me breadcrumbs and i've got nuggets and yes i'm in i'm following my god can we can we speed this up <laughs> <laughs> now what's funny is on the exact opposite end of the spectrum their animated shows are amazing I everything I've watched I've enjoyed, yeah. but they put them out like six episodes at a time, and that's all you get for either six months or a year, depending on the show. Yeah, so they're that's thirty the minutes stuff. long. Uh, no, no, no. I'm talking about just the Netflix just like Netflix anime original. stuff. Uh, okay. Castlevania was awesome. Voltron yeah. was amazing, and then uh, what just came out? Oh, Pacific Rim. Okay. So this uh, the format allows them to dig into the the history, the mythology of everything going around these movies. So you get a lot deeper cut, but you get three hours a year. So it's the exact opposite of the Marvel shows. Yeah. Where, all right. I have to sit through, what is it, like 10, 12 episodes for something that would have been three issues in a comic book. <laughs> this meeting could have been an email. <laughs> that is exactly it. Uh, but to circle back, I agree with you wholeheartedly on WandaVision. I, I was confused yeah. and kind of scared because I had no idea where they were going with it. I'm like, this could yeah. absolutely suck. But they, they got the pace down. 
It was a succinct, mm-hmm. interesting story told in just the right amount of time. Yeah. And what I think was cool, too, is is the way that they did it with this sort of homage to great TV sitcoms throughout history. Um, so, so that piece was cool because they really did. You know, it was like with, with you know, lovingly done. Yes. You can oh, tell absolutely. that there was a lot of, of care taken to represent right. these classic sitcoms. Um, and then obviously, obviously we find out later, you know, why that was, right. you know, and, that, and that whole, that completely ties in with these, these sitcoms meant something more than just television, right? you know, obviously, uh, by the end, we figure that out or we're shown that. And then the other thing I thought was interesting is that this kind of felt like Marvel saying we can do whatever the fuck we want because right. we're good at it. It was funny about... <laughs> After the big reveal, so like four or five episodes in, you know, Mm -hmm. when um, S.W.O.R.D. shows up outside the perimeter of Wanda's little bubble, Mm -hmm. I I thought about you. I'm like, I need to call Tom and say, if I called 13-year-old you and said, there's a Vision and Scarlet Witch TV show on, you would not have believed me. (laughs) No, no. If I received the call from, you know, if, if, if... Past me re- received a call from future me that said anything of, about what was happening with this. I don't know. You're, you're, fuck you. <laughs> right? <laughs> fuck you, there's someone. <laughs> How do you disguise your voice like that? You're just here for my kidneys. <laughs> yeah. You're going to still make you upset of a bitch. <laughs> but it's funny you mentioned that because um, it was, I think, you know, the, I think the second episode uh, of WandaVision. And, you know, they've got the, you know, the, the opening. Right so the sequence with the Marvel and all the the clips from the movies and the stills from the films and things like that that are in you know embedded in the Marvel Studios logo as it you know uh, uh, gets presented on the screen. And I was I, I looked at Sarah and I was like, I get choked up every time I see that. Yeah, because if you had told ten year old me. That we would be sitting here watching my comic book heroes in live action and done amazingly well. These these are things we dreamt of as kids. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know what did we have? We had like uh, Incredible Hulk TV show. And we loved that. It was like you yes. know, we knew like yeah. this is the best they could do, and we took it. We're like, yeah, that's great. Right, and uh, every now and again, Spider Man would like blip up for a year or two and then disappear yeah. again. Right, and then there was a there was a Captain America movie. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, but that was I, it. You know, I, I mean, cartoons here and there, but nothing, nothing yeah. of the scope of what's going on now. So yeah. yeah, it's it's amazing. And so, um, flip side, did you watch the Snyder cut yet? Of justice not day. yet oh, not okay. yet i don't have we don't have hbo max so i'm, I'm looking for a, a bootleg version of you know a, a hack to get into that i've heard nothing but good things about it yeah now, see i i didn't hate the theatrical release but i mean I, again i'm not a huge dc person I right when we got into the dc comics i was more of a, i've always been more of a marvel guy um in print um and in in theater i i kind of got really tired of the batman movies it's like we need a new batman movie every three years (laughs) 
We should have stopped at, at, at Batman 2 or Batman Returns. You know, Michael Keaton was good. He was it. I'm done. Right. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I'd heard a lot of, you know, you see a lot of stuff on the internet about people, you know, the outcry from the fans. Oh, this is, this is not, this is not right. And I'm like, uh, yeah, it didn't, it wasn't horrible. Batman versus Superman wasn't horrible. I thought that had some really cool moments. I thought Ben Affleck did a really great job. Uh, I'll tell you what, Zack Snyder is is really really good at laying out scenes. He's yeah. like a, an incredible choreographer. He's a terrible storyteller, though. <clears throat> See, and I think um, I had trouble with Batman versus Superman just because it it was all chopped up. You had like yeah, huge it was twenty disjointed. minute scenes, and then chop 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 eight scenes yeah. that are like three minutes long. I'm like, what the fuck am I supposed to be focusing on right now? Mm-hmm. And then yet another fight scene, just to keep you interested. Yeah, so it, yeah. it could have spent another couple months in the editing booth, maybe to, yeah. to polish that up. But it is what it is, you know. I I didn't enjoy it, but a lot mm-hmm. of people did. I didn't think it was awful. But I, I saw a bootleg copy, so, you know, it didn't cost me anything. <laughs> right. Let's think, you know, for free, I, the bars roll pretty low. Mm. And God bless HBO. I mean, like, King yeah. Kong versus Godzilla is coming up this week. And I'm like, I'm going to automatically give that three stars because I can sit on my ass and not pay anything for it. Right. So you're already in the door, guys. <laughs> yeah, we're starting at three. You know, it's like like you, know, you walk into the restaurant. You know, you're starting at ten percent. What once I'm sad, <laughs> right? <laughs> we could it could stay there, and I leave. Well, that could be like ex- exponentially higher, depending <laughs> exactly. on the level of service. <laughs> um, one thing I did read recently about Snyder was that uh, he had. I think he had sort of like a, like a Marvel Universe esque kind of storyboard that I, thinking back over the last you know, twenty some odd Marvel films, I can only imagine what I'm sure there's a room somewhere, Marvel Studios, that's just wallpapered with scenes and and ideas with oh, string, yeah. you know, yep. kind of like you know the, how to catch the serial killer. It's all the string <laughs> and ideas, and this little plot piece fits into this little movie. And it's all like that. And I think Snyder had an idea similar to that where, you know, the, the Justice League movie was going to spawn this universe of other films. Right. That would be, you know, competitive with the, the, the scope and breadth of what we see with Marvel. Uh, but, see, I, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not familiar enough with Snyder's work to kind of judge his storytelling ability, but you saying that makes me really concerned. Yeah, I mean, I, I enjoyed his, his cut of Justice League. I hated the theatrical one. It was just, it yeah. was, to me, it was exactly like Batman versus Superman. Like, at the very end, I, I'm literally, I'm watching it, and I could not remember who the bad guy was. Like, as the credits are rolling, I'm like, this was... That's a great the, point. I don't remember either. Who was it? Steppenwolf, right? Yeah, Steppenwolf. And I only remember that because of the band. All right. <laughs> I'm thinking, dude, why are you going to diss on the magic carpet right now? Right? Because <laughs> he fucked over that camel. That's, yeah. that's what started it all. 
Yeah. I'll so, anyways, um, now that we've shit on all mass media, um, what brings us together all the time is dumping on stupid people. Right. Forget and fiction. Dude, you found some great ones this month, too. Um, this was a tough month. Really? Actually, yeah. I was sifting through, and a lot of it, a lot of it is, is just, like, horrible people. <laughs> oh, okay. So not <laughs> like just, more the, than your, just your normal dumb people. Yeah, beyond... You know, uh, this this guy made, has just made nothing but bad choices, and, and this is the result. Okay, haha. <laughs> no, we had like like maybe we should do a special. We'll talk offline about it. But there was a lot of stories about moms doing horrible things. Oh, I to saw promote those. Their yes, children. yes. Okay. Um. Yes. <laughs> Actually, thinking back onto your batch that you put in our our little online folder, Uh um, April, our April episode will be about shitty parents. Yeah. You know who you are. Right off the top of my head, I know know, of two articles that you put in there that will fit that perfectly. Yeah. Again, not to give any spoilers, but the thing that that really kind of just like gut punched me was that they're all our age. These moms Dude, are our these are every our article you had. Not only were they our generation, they were like they were all fifty years old. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like yeah. Jesus Christ, man! But wait a minute, what? That's that's not us. Mm-mm. We're the we're the we're the Lebowski generation. Who are <laughs> right? these fucking Karen Juniors that are? What the hell oh, is this? Shit. Yeah. Okay. So yes, next <laughs> month we will do shitty parents. <laughs> and the two moms that I can think of specifically will have to have yeah. in there. But yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh yeah. But overall, look at, us. Look at we're planning we're ahead. Planning ahead. That's crazy. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> Again, if you had called ten-year-old me and said that, I'd have known <laughs> it was a prank. Right. <laughs> I would have said, "Is this Alan Funt? Am I on Canon camera?" Oh shit. <laughs> oh. But um, I've been looking forward for a week to this first article. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, unless you had something else, may I? May I start? No, I was very leery about putting this because it's it's going to be a challenge. It is, and I don't have my little. I took my filter off my microphone. Yeah, your pop uh, filter, your pee yes. popper. Yeah. Yes, my pee popper, and of course, like. These are all P words. It's all P words. So, so maybe uh, uh, step back from your headphones. You, well, you can't because they're attached to your head. Yeah. I know we'll be, this. We'll be okay. <clears throat> I can alliterate. <clears throat> Pantless perp pleasuring his person with a pickle popped by cops. See? Not bad. Well done. Just when you think one Florida man has outdone the state's myriad of weird arrests, along comes the pickle pleasurer. Who is the pickle pleasurer? His name is Eric Detage, and he was popped by police after pleasuring himself with a pickle on private property. The smoking gun reports that the pantless wonder pranced onto a golf course, lay prone on his back, and let his pickle pack a punch on his pleasure zone. 
Obviously, someone spotted him and prompted police to appear. The police, who were profusely perturbed by the pantless pickle pleasurer, noted in their report exactly how the perpetrator was relishing the moment. Nice. (laughs) Nice. Detage was charged with misdemeanor exposure of sexual organs and was taken to Pinellas County Jail. Police also noted that the pickle lover had a peculiar tattoo, which proclaims, only God can judge me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, Eric. (laughs) So good. So good. Brilliant. First of all, hat tip. And, and major kudos to the person that, that wrote this. Amen. Amen. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I did look up the article. It's it's on Smoking Gun. Um, just because they didn't really delve into how the pickle was involved. So. Well, no, they kind of did. I pictured it, but I'm like, I need to be absolutely certain. So. I did um, look it up, Shoot. and here. Uh, oh, hang on, unencumbered by pants or underwear, had his penis in one hand and a large, uneaten pickle in his other hand. The cop added was using the pickle to penetrate his rectum while he was masturbating. Well. Yeah. So it was what I pictured. And- <laughs> yeah. It, me too, unfortunately. <laughs> But hey, man, different strokes. Um, <laughs> no pun in, no pickle pun intended. <laughs> different strokes on both sides. Right. So, um, okay, yes, golf course, masturbating, naked, pickle. Um, I, I, <laughs> Tuesday. <laughs> it's, you I, know. I guess my my issue with it is... What kind of pickle was it? You know, I, I have a very extensive list of things I will not put into my own ass. And way yeah. at the top is fucking brine. Okay? Well, so, uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. So, I mean, that's like... <laughs> I mean, that's... You're, you're quadrupling the amount of pain you're going to be going through just in the vehicle of itself. Yeah. But it is ribbed for your pleasure. You know, it's, it's, it's like a Rough Rider. It's got a, the, the little rivets and divots and, and there's veining. <laughs> yeah, but so does a sweet pickle. So does a nice bread and butter. Well, is it a dill? Is it a bread? You know, is it is it a bread and butter? I, I don't know. Or was I this guy a total s- freak? Was it a Tony Paco? Whoa! Like one of those hot ones. It was hot. They yeah, were they're, they're uh, pickled in the the hot sauce with the yeah. hot uh, hot pepper juice. Yeah, and if you buy them whole, it, it's like a fucking baby arm. This guy would have been shoving in yeah. his ass. Like, well, I got a lot more respect for him if it's a Tony Paco. <laughs> He's no less a freak that I would avoid at all costs, right? but I, 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 at least I risk, you know. <laughs> That's all commitment it. there. Yeah, all exactly. It. Yeah. Look at the guy, if you, you know, you know, the smoking gun site, he, he doesn't, I mean, he looks, you know, they look like everyone else. 
Uh, yeah, this guy oddly looks a lot like my Amazon delivery driver, too. Does he have a a, a tinge of, of vinegary smell about it? <laughs> I've never gotten that close. Uh, coronavirus and all. God, God bless us. <laughs> <laughs> but I hear, like, their vans, it, it's a different distinctive sound from the UPS, but... Amazon vans have a distinctive engine and braking sound. So, really? Yeah, and when I'm working, I'm in the the little bedroom in the front of the place, so I can hear all the trucks going by, and I know, like, today I have a FedEx and Amazon delivery, let's say. I can I can just be typing away and say, oh, that's Amazon. I can just tell by the, the engine and braking sound. Yeah. So I'll, I'll peek out the window to make sure that he's, like, coming to the right building and everything. Yeah. <clears throat> Well, I think because I think Amazon they use like the Ford Transit sort of trucks, right. and the UPS use like trucks. Right, right. So yeah, yeah. Amazon's it's a van, and UPS still have those old trucks. Right. Because they hate the environment. Fuck the environment. You know, it's gonna be here long after we're gone. So get over <laughs> it. <laughs> Oh, shit. Okay, so yes, I I was super excited about reading about the dude masturbating with a pickle on a golf course. You know, why was he was he was he playing golf and thought, God, mm. what the hell? Now's the time. Like he lost a shot or something. Like if you don't make this, you if you don't make this. You'd have to go fuck your own ass with a pickle. Yeah, full gherkin. <laughs> full gherkin. <laughs> Damn it, fuck you guys. Yep. No, fuck you. Right. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, the fact that it's in Florida, I just assume he would he left the house that day thinking I'm going butt naked and you know, making sweet sweet love to a sandwich side. Right? Did he like like leave the house with his jar of plastics going, "Today's the day. We're hitting the links." <laughs> <laughs> He had like a big cucumber shape on his calendar as he crosses the days off. <laughs> right? Ooh. Four more, more days. days. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. It seems too random to be random. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I agree. Uh. All right, so you're taking us to uh, beautiful Lincoln, Nebraska next. Yes, and this has, you know, two of my favorite words in it. Uh, wait, wait. Naked, naked Rampage? Yep. Yeah, do it! Oh, yeah. If there's a Naked Rampage, you know I'm interested. <laughs> I'm all about a Naked Rampage. Hells yes. For years. Don't judge me. Naked man rampages through Walmart 
then tries his luck at Sam's Club. Another day, another naked man making his life miserable, or making life miserable for fully clothed people. Today's naked man comes from Lincoln, Nebraska, where K-O-L-N, colon, the colon, reports that 24-year-old Kyle Schuchel, yeah, Uh, sure, Schuchel, decided to strip down to his birthday suit in not one, but two different stores on the same day. The madness happened early Tuesday when Walmart staff, who by this point have seen their fair share of you-know-what, police called police about the young man who tore off his clothes and began shouting at people as he browsed through the store. <sighs> by the time police arrived, Schuchel threw on some shorts and scurried off to his next target, Sam's Club. Noticing that authorities were gaining on him, Shukul stripped himself of his clothes once more, probably out of hope that it would make him more aerodynamic, and booked it to the other store. Fortunately for Sam's Club, Shukul was devoid of clothes and therefore his membership card, so he wasn't allowed in. Oh. What really happened was the officers grabbed the guy before he had the chance to slither past security and raise a little hell in the food court. According to police, Shukul tried resisting arrest before he was thrown in the back of the cruiser and charged with indecent exposure and resisting arrest. Police police transported him to a third location, free of charge. The local hospital. (laughs) Um, Clarify something for me. Yes. Has this article been in our queue for like a year? Or is this a repeat over and over again of the same thing happening at a Walmart slash Sam's Club? Both. This is actually an article from last year. So that's probably why it might sound familiar to you. Mm -hmm. Uh, But this is not an uncommon occurrence. I think if we go back, (laughs) there has been at least one other incident that we've talked about uh, a, a naked Walmart thing. Yeah. It, okay. It was naked and it was like um, public urination was the, the other Walmart slash Sam's club article. I think of. Okay. Yeah. Which uh, I get Walmart and Sam's club. They're right next door to each other. Which but, is odd. Cause it's the same store. Yeah. So, is it is it happening at Walmart's just because Walmart's are fucking everywhere? Or do the people that get naked and yell at people have a proclivity for the store itself? I think the latter. I think that, that these are the types of... Well, I don't want to say that these are the types of people that frequent Walmart. However... I think these are the types of people that frequent Walmart. <laughs> so you're not judging people that shop at Walmart. You're just saying that insane people, if they had their druthers, would prefer to shop at Walmart over other stores. Right. I'm not judging all Walmart shoppers. I'm merely saying that as a whole, there is a portion of that, that demographic that has a penchant for 
fuckery. Uh, okay. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> oh, yeah. And a I, I pension love the for fact fuckery. That God, he, uh, write that down. Pension for fuckery. That's a that's an album name. I do like it. I, I picture like some concept album. And it's it's gigantic. Like that's our next mag- podcast. Your magnum opus. Tom and Ash. Penchant for fuckery. I like it. I can see the t-shirts in my head. Yeah. It's kind of a not qu- like like a like a spin-off of Dark Side of the Moon. Yeah. <laughs> a spin-off. <laughs> <laughs> It's kind of like, but instead of a triangle, it's like a gourd. (laughs) Like a rainbow shooting out of a pickle. Yeah. Oh! Shooting out of an ass. (laughs) Brilliant. (laughs) Oh, Christ. But I I do dig the fact that, that so Kyle, like, harasses people while he's naked. Steals well, some do. shorts and starts running, but once he realizes the cops are coming, he drops the shorts. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh oh, I'm in trouble. Better strip naked. Right. Better and, ditch the shorts I stole. Yeah. I I don't know. I mean, I I do not have a lot of experience resisting arrest. Usually I I comply. But yeah. if you are naked fighting the cops, you are not going to win. I mean, there's no way. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. Kyle, you should have just laid down and said, fine. You got me. <laughs> and yeah. you're done with it. Yeah. You know, the... Oh, see, this one's a tough one. <laughs> because, <laughs> you know... What was he going in the into the Walmart for? What's his motivation? Why? It doesn't say anything about why he entered the Lincoln, you know, Nebraska no. WalMarts. And he showed up clothed because it did say that he had to strip down. Yeah. So what happened? What happened <laughs> to Kyle? Somewhere between produce. And the tires. Hmm. Something went down. I know what it, I just thought about it. I, I bet it's those new gas cans. What? The new gas cans. The, the safety fucking thing on the gas can. Have you, have, have you had to buy a new gas can in the last 10 no, years? No, I have not. It's childproof. And it's ridiculous. Maybe that's what <laughs> set him off. Okay. That's what set me off. <laughs> Uh, I'm trying to shit. No, I've not bought a gas can in ages. Ages. <laughs> but uh, it is what it is. Either I'll way, take, Kyle uh, had uh, something set him off. But you know, I don't know. I got nothing. <laughs> you know, I, I I don't go to Walmart a lot. But it, in Kyle's defense. I have never left there not pissed off. So I've never left Walmart happy. Yeah. So yes, I I get it. I get the telling off part. 
I just I don't follow the nudity part. Right. I get going. God, fucking Walmart. Let me try Sam's Club. <laughs> but oh yeah, the the hang on. Let me let me take off all my clothes before I. Right. You know. Venture forward. But hey, man, whatever. It it is what it is. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, I forget where this next one is, so I don't have a, a nice lead in. But um, I just thought it was. Fa- oh, here we go, Texas. Texas, hey, it's Texas. Yeah. yeah, yeah, West Florida. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Man robs bank to get money to purchase the car he used to rob the bank. A Texas man was sentenced to 20 years behind bars for robbing a bank, but that's not the kicker. The kicker is he used a BMW loaner car to do it, and then returned the car to the dealership to attempt to purchase the vehicle with the stolen funds, according to a press release from the Department of Justice. The man, 50-year-old Eric Dion Warren... Pulled the stunt in 2019 and was in the process of finalizing the purchase of the BMW when he went into the AIM Bank in Walford, Texas, and approached a teller with a fast food paper bag and, and a note declaring he wanted only 100s and 50s. The teller filled the bag with cash from her drawer and included a pack of 20s with marked serial numbers, bitch. Mm-hmm. Warren then returned to the dealership where he attempted to use $3,000 of the 5086 he stole as a down payment for the vehicle. However, his car deal quickly went south when authorities called the dealership, notifying them of the recent robbery, and they were able to link the dealer plates to the car that was lended to Warren. What? <laughs> what? No. Yeah. I think that's a whole lot of Sherlock Holmes is in that in that right? township. So, uh, not a lot of thinking went into this heist at all. Yeah, this is yeah. a guy that sat on his couch going, "You know what? God, why hasn't anyone done this before?" Right? <laughs> God, it's brilliant. Like, I want a BMW, but I don't have the cash. Yeah. And I don't have a car, but if I borrow a BMW to steal the money to buy said BMW, I come out ahead. Right? And yeah. God, I'm uh, uh, so efficient. Right. <laughs> I'm a lean Six Sigma black belt. <laughs> I'm a mastermind. Yeah. God. <laughs> Moriarty ain't got nothing on me. Hells No. Oh, fuck. The beauty is, and I don't know about Texas, I I assume it's like it is here in Ohio, dealer tags have even less fucking numbers on them, so they're easier to memorize. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, God, I love all of this. And the fact that he had, like, uh, the the fast food bag. So he probably stopped at Arby's on his way to the bank. Right. (laughs) To get a cheddar. Let me get some beef and cheddar and some curly fries. <laughs> Can't do this shit on an empty stomach. Right. <laughs> Carb load. <laughs> <laughs> but I love it. 
and I I love the fact that he was so efficient too. He's like, just give me fifties and hundreds, you know, like yeah. I need five grand, but they can only be this big. It has to fit in this bag, right? Yeah. It can only be, you know, at six by nine by fourteen. <laughs> oh fuck! Oh, it was so good, man. So good. Excellent find, by the way. <laughs> oh, I mean, I don't. I I run it a couple times thinking. What could he have done differently? And the answer, sadly, is everything. Everything, yeah. <laughs> like, his yeah. entire plan sucked. <laughs> right. Uh, but nothing about this works. No. And sadly, if he changed, like, any part of it, he probably would have gotten away with it, too. You know, if he parked the car a couple blocks away and walked to the bank, or... Robbed the bank on Monday, then went to the dealership on Tuesday or something. You know, we're taking the dealer plates off the car. That too. Usually it's a magnetic thing, right? Mm -hmm. It's a magnetic plate or it's a piece of paper. Yeah. The, uh, I think when I worked at a dealership, they had like little rubber wings you tucked into the trunk when you closed the trunk. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, absolutely. And again, this goes back. We've said this a million times. Never do two felonies at the same time. Right. You know, split that shit up and you will be much better off in the long run. Much better off in the long run. And your lawyer will appreciate it. Absolutely. Yeah, this guy does not have a leg to stand on. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a little, little lit down by Texas. But again, dude's our age. I, what the fuck? I know. I know. Well, um, my world is unraveling because not... I had kind of, I, I don't know. I, I had, or I have unrealistic expectations of, of Gen X, perhaps. Mm. I think overall, we were very cynical, yes, but I. I do think, as a group, we're, we're smarter than the generation that came before, and and more imaginative and creative. But there, and I'm thinking back again to like when we were in school and as an adult. There's a lot of stupid people that are our age. Yeah, and that's something I think I keep forgetting is, you know. There was another fraternity in Revenge of the Nerds. God damn. You know? You're a genius, dude. I, <laughs> I love your analogies. <laughs> you know, so there is there is that yin and the yang. Um, right. Yep. Absolutely. That I keep forgetting. That yeah. I, I, I keep forgetting about. And, uh, I mean, I don't know about your industry, but it's easy also to be in a bubble to say, well, everybody, most of the people I work with are semi-intelligent. Ergo, that must carry out further into the general populace. Right. Um. Yeah, and that's 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 a hard. It's a hard determination for me to make 
from that point of view, from that perspective, because I, I, I'm in this this sort of weird <laughs> duality between being a government employee and working in the media. Right. <laughs> so I work with, you know, I'm still involved in radio and, and that whole industry and, and the entertainment side of things, but within the confines of the, the more strict and regimented fucking insanity that is government. Right. It makes no sense to anybody. No logic exists there. Mm-hmm. And then you've got entertainment, which is its own sort of fucked up logic. And so it's very uh, incongruous. So basically you work for the most over-regulated circus in all the world. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Don't even get, don't even get, that's a whole other episode, man. Like (laughs) probably closer to when I'm, I'm looking at retirement because. Oh yeah. Oh God, for sure. That that, that venting will happen, but probably not in this venue. Yeah. Get vetted (laughs) first, man. I, for like two or three days, I would feel like shit if I ruined your career over this. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Two or three days. That's more than I thought. Yeah. I can give it 24 hours. I figured one hour per year, day and a half. Good. No. It's like, I mean, a, if it, it's like a breakup. It's like, you know. I guess if it hit during the middle of the week, like if you got fired on a Tuesday, I would feel like shit oh, for the suck. rest of the week. But if you got fired on a Friday, then that's different. I would have thought, oh, God, that's awful. I feel personally yeah. responsible. And then by Saturday morning, I would have passed. Yes, I'd I'd be hungover and think there was something about Arnhold. Yeah, fuck that guy. I need some IV. Fucking (laughs) Arnhold's about to be homeless. God, where's the Advil? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Oh, he's going to be homeless. I'll have to get him on the show. Right. (laughs) It's the circle of life. Note to self have Peggy call Tom. Oh, it's beautiful. Um, Oh, and he's from California. Yes. Can you believe, not to sidetrack, because we have a perfect circle of Florida in our articles, and I'm about to ruin it, but (laughs) do you believe that our whole conversation about where the best place to be homeless was a year and four months ago? Yeah, that's nuts. That was one. Yeah. That we have done, this is our 16th episode. That means 16 months of doing, I don't think we've committed that long to any project ever. No. (laughs) Even the the theater stuff we did was like, oh God, we got three months and then we're done. Yeah. And it was one uh, and done too. Like the second we broke set, like get the fuck away from me. Yeah. I don't want to see you. Yeah. (laughs) Except you and I still work together in four, five, six. So we couldn't escape each other. Nope. But I don't think I talked to the rest of those folks for several months. No, it was every day, like 12 hours a day in the same room with these people. Yeah. So, yeah. So pulling off essentially the impossible. We had, we were, we were fighting so far above our weight class. Dude, absolutely. I am 
dumbfounded that we actually did that twice. <laughs> yep. We did it at St. Tim's and then we did it at the Josephine. I can't believe we did that. What the hell? And it's funny because I'll complete fucking tangent and we're kind of going to derail this thing. Back in the day, man, like we were so fucking fearless. Oh, like, yeah. It, it, it was not a big deal to like, well, let's go produce a show. Right? Let's go produce a live theatrical production. It's in a, in a <laughs> what, a 300-seat audience? You know? Right. And sold it out, too. Yeah. So, okay, to counter that, though, cool. that was us in our 20s. Us in yeah. our 50s. And what was it? Um, The December episode when Rick and Dan were talking about doing all this extra stuff. You know, <laughs> yeah. extra Oh, my God, they're geese. And and, this yes, yeah. have, having a table reading of my God, they're geese. So... A great ideas. Call, we're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, those the are next great morning, ideas. I did the oh, yeah. math. I'm like, oh my god, that's like hours it's... and hours of work, and and it died on the vine. It, it yeah. just withered up and died. Yeah. Remember, you, you and I had an exchange about that, right? Like, oh, god, no. Yeah, I love I, it, but yeah. it's not something that. That you or I could spearhead at this nope, point. No, but 30 years ago, it was this perfect storm of um, trust in each other, our, our desire to hang out with each other, and mm-hmm. incredible amounts of spare time. You know? If, yeah. If we weren't doing Don't Drink the Water, we would have been hanging out someplace doing nothing. So it sort of right. makes sense to be productive about our our time together. Yeah. Know? It's like, we're, we're going to be hanging out anyways. We may as well try to do something interesting. Right. So, like, on the phone... But <laughs> I didn't mean to create a business. <laughs> six beers in, when Dan said, you know, let, let's do an audio version of My God, They're Geese. I'm like, oh, fuck yes. Yeah. I love that idea. And... Then I did the math the next day and like took the script and broke it down. Like, this is going to take months to record. Oh, yeah. At least somebody's going to have to organize it and we'll have to mm-hmm. work on sound effects and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I got tired just planning it. I'm like, ah, I, I don't know. You know, it was, again, it's not impossible. It's just, I don't think that any of us are right now, we're at the stage in our lives where we could do that effectively. Rick and and still make it fun and that was the thing yes yes you know don't drink the water was work that was we had that was work there was there were some unhappy times <laughs> yeah some unhappy moments during that production but at the end of the day it was fun oh yeah when it was all said and done we all looked back and went holy shit I can't believe we did that damn it that was fun Absolutely. I agree. Um, I still can't believe we did that. <laughs> but damn and it, that was fun. I think my gutter geese would be fun too. It's just I don't have the bandwidth to manage something like that on my own. Or no. I'll rephrase that. Or even as a small group. There's not in in uh in spare time. You yeah. Know? If if somebody said, "Hey man, I I need you to read this script for us," and then walk away and have nothing else to do with it, I'm like, "Sure, absolutely." Yeah, you hey, know? give me some notes on this. Give me some yeah. notes on this, or what? Right. Yeah, advise. Sure. 
but to say, I need you to email 40 people and schedule all of these scenes to be recorded. Right. And make sure everybody has their scripts and nobody's late and blah, 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 blah. Well, that's the thing. Not just email 40 people, but email 40 to see if they're available. But email 40 people if to see if they're willing. Right. Right. You know, this was 30 some odd years ago. The, the, you know, things have changed a bit. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Um, so there's no there's no way to get the same cast that 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 Steve and I wrote at the fucking Burger King on High Street. <laughs> we wrote this stupid thing. There's no way that that we get the same people that we had casted. Oh no, absolutely yeah. not. And um, um, looking over the cast, I don't think you'd want to. Anyways, no, I don't <laughs> think so either. Uh oh. Uh, I'm completely recast it. But there there are several people that I think would. But then yeah. now you've got the added burden of okay, who, who do we fill in? Who do we who right. do we get to right, how does this work? You know, do we replace, you know, the the the, the girlfriends, the love interests that Steve and I wrote thirty years ago, do those get replaced with our current wives? Yeah, I get it. Yeah. So I, I'm not against um and that's kind of what birthed this podcast was. It's nice to have a creative outlet. I guess yeah. <laughs> I'm looking for small, compartmentalized projects now. You know, yeah, manageable little nuggets of things that are are easily done yet fun. I mean, come on, that's that's what it's about. It's it's don't make this work, right? <laughs> that's the opposite of play. Yeah. And I, I think when all is said and done, if we did take that project on, um, we would have fun. But I don't think the scales between fun and work are the same as when we were 20 years old. I think no, I'd end up hating a lot of people by the end of that project. I don't think I'd hate anybody, but I think, I think as a collective, if we were to get the band back together to do something like that, it might be the last time we talk to some of those people. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> it would be one of those, yeah, that was great. Let's never do this again and, and, and lose my number. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Because, <clears throat> I mean, on the surface, yeah, it's a great fucking idea. And it would be, it would be conceptually so much fucking fun. Yes. Absolutely. I think, and I think the end product would be hilarious. I think it would be great if, if only to the 40 people involved. Yeah. And honestly, for us, that's worth it. That's oh, yeah. kind of why we do things. The, <laughs> like, you know, the only reason for, we do anything is to make yeah. everybody in our little group of friends laugh. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> We've spent years just trying to make 12 people smile. <laughs> um, so I think yeah, it it would be worthwhile, but I don't think it would be worthwhile. Yeah, I agree. I agree. That was a hell of a tangent, man. That was awesome. We tangent like no other. Mm-hmm. We could have a separate podcast just for tangents. Ah, oh, that sounds like work. It does, kind of. Hey, you're drinking Miller Light. <laughs> Me too. All the time, Ding. every time. I um, I got to, to, 
not to keep you from the fourth article, but um, this 12-pack, my brother was over here, I think, uh, Tuesday or Wednesday of this week, and I was drinking out of this 12. Mm-hmm. Same one? Yeah. I'm a, eh, you know. It was Slagger. four days ago, I know. Um, so he gave Four me 12s about- ago. <laughs> he gave me shit about drinking Miller Lite and uh, turned me on to this brewery here in town who makes this stuff called Hilltop and Hilltop Light. And according to my brother, the guy's idea was he was sick of his friends drinking Miller Lite all the time because it's so shitty. So he, it's not. Re- he replicated the flavor of Miller and Miller Lite. <laughs> <laughs> In a nine dollar a six pack beer. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. So, and I, I will tell you what I had one as I was doing show prep, and be, because that's what I, I drink my personality basically, and it's <laughs> it tastes like Miller Lite, but better ingredients, I guess. And nine dollars a six pack. There it is. <laughs> I'll drink the original, thank you very much. Yeah. I have no shame. Me either. I'm not resource for shame. <laughs> and they are going down like water tonight. Good God. It's good stuff. You know, say what you will about fucking Miller Lite. It's good. It is. I. I... After about the second one. <laughs> After a pint of whiskey, Miller Lite. <laughs> Damn it. That's some good drinking right there. That, typically, that's what I order when I go to bars. And um, everybody else at the table will Winner. order like the more expensive stuff. And I'll pound three drafts to every one of theirs. So I feel mm-hmm. like a lush. I'm like, I'm, I'm just going to pee this out. There's barely any alcohol in this whatsoever. But it, I, yeah. I, I, li- I like the taste. It tastes like my teenage years. But- yeah, it's comforting. And comparatively, less calories. It has like one less carb than the whole Michelob Ultra bullshit, which tastes like ass. Yeah. So I mean, honestly, at our at our stage, this is a pilsner that does the job. Amen to that. And in my thirty plus years as um a consumer of alcohol. I, I've never been a sipper and enjoyer. Mm. You know, like mm-hmm. I need to build a house of buzz and I need the biggest fucking hammer you can find. <laughs> it's all about get it, get it in you. Yep. That's exactly it. Hey, get that <laughs> down your hatch. <laughs> No, it's. I got I got spoiled, uh, you know, years ago with 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 the German beer and Belgian beer and being in Europe. Oh, I bet. Uh, you know, but even you know, there there is essentially a, a a German version of of Miller Lite. I mean, they've got their low end and they got their high end. Um, but the thing is, you know, they there's the, these purity laws that they have. Mm. So, like, even, like, the low-end stuff is still, like, the fucking top-shelf shit that we would get here. 
but it's like you know 11 euro or 11 euro a case which is like 15 dollars oh damn for a case like a case case like a, a actual like a 30 pack oh, holy yeah. fuck and it's like it's like half liter bottles it's not like these 12 ounce little baby <laughs> sippy cups it's like a, a half a liter oh half my liter. god so yeah you know so their their baseline is still like the american the equivalent of an american high end um but that said i came back it took me a minute right um to deaden my palate <laughs> <laughs> but honestly you know miller lights fine pilsner fine american pilsner okay <laughs> And and you brought up a good point too that always seems to quiet the debate when my brother and I talk about beer. Mm-hmm. He wasn't a smoker. Ah, uh, okay. And I said you have to remember, dude. I like I deadened my taste buds for twenty yeah. plus years. There is no difference to my mouth between a Miller Lite and uh, Fat Tire or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know the 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 nicer IPAs. Yeah. I can't tell the difference anymore because my taste buds are fried. Mm. So I still can, but I I don't like IPA. Mm. Well, there's that. Um, Like I like a good half of ice, you know, a good wheat beer is good. Like a blue moon is not bad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like blue moon. On occasion, Blue Moon, it's it's a sad comparison to an actual Heaven Bison, but it's eh, yeah. for America. Did I tell you the try. story of, um, so every year there's this tiny little comic book show in a bar at, at Ace of Cups Bar on High Street. It's like a little bit north of campus. I know Ace of Cups. What are they? You've probably seen a couple bands there. So anyway, it's like Saturday afternoons, um, this guy puts together a comic book show there. And there's like just 10 comic book artists set up little tables in the bar during the day. (laughs) So my brother came one year and we were hanging out and talking and uh, we're sitting at the bar and I was ordering, oh, what was it? Like dead guy ale. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, delicious. I mean, it was a really, really good beer. So I'm, 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 I'm just pounding these things. And so um, he says, uh, dude, you might want to take it easy. He's like, that's a really high alcohol content. And you have to sit here the rest of the day and sell comic books. I'm like, ah, beer's beer. And I, I, like, I go to slide off my bar stool. To go pee, and all of a sudden the floor just went and started sliding back towards the door. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, okay, lesson learned. This is not Miller Lite. This is like whiskey in a can. Yeah, <laughs> that's the yeah. Some of these these micro brews and these craft beers, you got to be aware. It's it's not like. Not like when we grew up, but it was, you know, you knew you were getting the high alcohol stuff because it was like part of the branding. Right. (laughs) 
Drink this beer. It will get you fucked up fast. Okay. <laughs> Two, please. And this, whatever he's having. The tap had a skeleton on it. I'm like, I'll take six yeah. of those. <laughs> right? Yeah. Even And next better. thing I know, I'm, like, I'm just like, just drooling on myself, babbling. I think... <laughs> pictures! I... I was in that bar for like eight hours selling comic books, and I think I came out like negative forty dollars. Yeah, from my bar tab. <laughs> it's like the Blues Brothers. Yeah. Hundred dollars. You drink two hundred dollars worth of beer. Right. <laughs> Shit. Like okay, lesson learned. I I need to stay in my lane. You know. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing, you know, you, you find what works, you stick with it. Mm-hmm. It's nothing, you know, you're not cheating on anybody to fucking have an IPA or a specialty craft beer, but stick with what works. Yeah, so that same show, um, it was it was the very last one we did. It was like the end of February, early March, right before the city shut down. Yeah. Like, um, the big hubbub was that the governor had just canceled the Arnold. <laughs> Okay. So this show, because it's so small, you have to share tables, like a six foot folding table. You have to share it with somebody. I was sharing it with Tooker. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. And Kristen Groom like came in to see both of us since we were both like just basically sitting in a bar for six hours. Yeah. So my goal that day was to try different beers. So I said Every time somebody buys something off of me, I'm going to walk to the bar with that money and buy a beer. And I can't do the same thing twice. So I I broke my own rule and got hammered again. But (laughs) (laughs) and I had to like um I I wrote down everything that I drank so I'd remember it. Except except the last two, which is just sort of (laughs) scribbles and doesn't quite look like language. So um one of the people there who runs another show, um, it it on the calendar it falls really close to National Mini Comic Book Day, so he hands out these templates for mini comics, like itty bitty little quarter size pages. Mm-hmm. He's like, "You want to do one this year? I know you don't participate that much." I'm like, "Shit, yeah, I'll use this as my beer diary." So whenever I would go up, I would like draw a little picture of if it was like Cathead beer, I'd draw a picture of a Cathead. I'm like at eleven oh two, I drank this, and it was amazing. So everybody else had like these funny or witty things, and mine was just a beer diary, basically. And then, like at the very end, a, a picture of a giant chicken sandwich because there's a barbecue place right out back. <laughs> so. <laughs> I finish it up and fold it and I'm like I could do a series of these like every year come to the show and just write about what I drink yeah. and so I get home and six hours later bam pandemic you're not doing shit ever again get yeah. in your house avoid all people <laughs> <laughs> but by god when we get out issue two will be ready God's <laughs> ideas Yes. Well, you should just do, like, a comic about, like, here's some random beer I drink. Yeah, but I'm not out. Here's my DoorDash guy. 
<laughs> um, like if I'm in a bar, I'm a lot more adventurous. It's different. Yeah. 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 You know, if you don't like it, you can just like put it on somebody else's table and walk away. But yeah. since I'm what, alone, what, wait, wait, what? Like, like if you, you order, okay, let me slow down. Like a beer? Like some? You just just stop, stop drinking it? Stop. What? You abandon it? <laughs> there are times. No. Where you get. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> What are you saying? <laughs> you mean like like we wouldn't drink all of it? Yes, that's what happens. Not just the backwash? No, the whole thing. Foam and all. Who are you? <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> Oh, Christ. (laughs) This has been the best episode in months. I don't even know you anymore. (laughs) You've never ordered something and like gone and kind of spit it back into the glass and like, that's your problem, son, and left it somewhere. I've done the first part. (laughs) I'm not as committed as you. That's my problem. (laughs) I will pay for my poor choice, but I will not abandon alcohol. Uh, (laughs) Sometimes it Uh, has to happen. No, I get it. I've tasted some vile concoctions. Yeah. But to circle back since I'm at home when mm-hmm. I go to the store all I, I seem to buy is like Miller Lite because I, I don't want to have 6 or 12 shitty beers in the house at that point I would say yes you have to drink these this is- well, yeah, you put those in the freezer for about 3 hours and then they're good to go <laughs> just before they hit slushy get them in you I bought a 12 pack of Truly which is like the knockoff White Claw. I don't and, know any of those things. And it took me probably two months to drink all of them. Because, again, it, it was the the financial commitment. Like a $4 shitty beer, if I don't like it, I'll just fucking abandon it in a bar like, fuck you. Yeah. But a $13 commitment? No. Right? I'm suffering through this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It's funny, in, in Germany, each town's got, like, its own beer. Like, it's its own little brewery sort of thing. And when we moved to Enkenbach, like, there was this one brand, this one, one label that was, like, the very popular, like, oh, it was everywhere. And it was, like, supposed to be, like, you know, it was. It was very popular. This is This is this town's brand. I'm like, okay, cool. Well, we moved here, and I'm going to embrace this brand. Fantastic. And it was like fucking bottled skunk ass. (laughs) I was so sad. But at the end of the month, there were 20 empties. (laughs) You're a trooper, dude. (laughs) (laughs) 
was that was like probably the saddest thing that happened to me in the twelve years I lived over there. <laughs> oh shit! I was shot at. So <laughs> in Germany? Yeah. No, not really. Okay. <laughs> I guess combat, but <laughs> and yes, you can be a dick, but usually you're a dick in English. You know? The Balkans, yeah, Germany, no, that's a, no, I was. Oh fuck! Should we even bother doing this Florida guy with his gummy bears? Or just I hate him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We can. I can bless, bless, bust through it. All right. Allegedly. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Do it. Let's let's just real knock quick. This out. We'll make fun of him and call it a day. Yeah, he's an asshole. Cops ask Florida man for ID. He pulls out dank gummies. A Florida man who nearly hit a gas pump reportedly hands in a package of dank gummies. Hang on. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) And my window reduced. (laughs) A Florida man who nearly hit a gas pump reportedly handed a package of dank gummies instead of his driver's license to a deputy who tried to help him. Deputies say they were called to a gas station in Naples, Florida Mm -hmm. after witnessing reported Witnesses reported a suspicious man appearing to be under the influence as he nearly hit a gas pump, according to Collier County Sheriff's Office report obtained by Click Orlando. Mm. Obviously. The suspect... Get screwed by Click Orlando, so I stopped saying that. Oh. Well, yeah, they're Collier County's source for news, right? And coupons, Click Orlando, and coupons, <laughs> formerly known as Penny Saver. The suspect, Domenico Lopez allegedly saw the deputy and asked for help calling AAA because his car wouldn't start, even though the keys were not in the ignition at the time. Mm. After first claiming he didn't have the keys to the vehicle, Lopez rummaged through his pockets and also pulled out the keys. (laughs) The deputy then asked Lopez for his driver's license and this time pulled out a small green package labeled dank gummies with cannabis infused written on it. Deputies said Lopez had a package of medicated nerds rope (laughs) that contained 40 micrograms of THC per rope. Lopez claimed his girlfriend had a medical marijuana card due to a cancer diagnosis. Lopez was taken into custody and a small baggie of cocaine was oh, found no. on his person. He's oh. facing charges of possession of cocaine and possession of controlled substance. Oh, Domenico. Domenico. No, that's my girlfriend's. 
Yeah. I don't know where that came from. He was so close, too. Right? Oh, you want my license? Yeah, here's a bag of gummies. I'm <laughs> <laughs> the orange one. Oh, Christ. Okay. Yeah, And again, he he probably would have survived up to the bag of cocaine. Well, the fact that he was apparently so gacked out. Oh, yeah. You're not wrong. But, hey, can you help me call AAA? I can't start my car. Where are your keys, son? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think we found your problem. Most cops, unless you're being a dick, at that point probably would have said, how far away do you live and can you walk yep. there? You know? Yeah. Yeah. But, oh, God. Okay, so I... <laughs> and you're right, he is an asshole. I hate the fact that he bought something not only called Dank Gummies, but they had to put the word cannabis infused on it. Oh, yeah. You know, if you're at a weed shop, they should have a more creative name for it. Like, uh, I don't know, Gummy Palooza or some bullshit like that. <laughs> gummy Palooza. And I, I love the fact, if this is, I doubt it, but if it's true, the fact that his girlfriend who has cancer is taking medicated nerds ropes, that's awesome. I love Great. that. Yes. I'm totally behind that. Yeah. She's cool. <laughs> He's an asshole. Domenico, not so much. Yep. Florida's Gordon Gecko. Sweetheart, you could do better. Yep. Upgrade. I have Plus, to he's buying you dank gummies. Nothing dank is good. Remember, dank weed used to be a bad thing. Yeah. You're right. Smell that dank weed as soon as I walked in the building. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I, yeah, he, he's an idiot, but I, I didn't hate him until the, I didn't like, hate him. until <clears throat> the cocaine. I'm like, all right, you and your girlfriend are, are gonna get stoned and hang out, mm -hmm. probably laugh, eat a bunch of fried chicken, but no, now you have to stay up all night and murder people because <laughs> you took coke. <laughs> murder people. <laughs> It was all good. It was just weed and crawdads. But now, <laughs> now there's a twisted mission involved. That's right. You no, could have just hung out, gacked out Hulu with your dank gummies that are cannabis infused. But no, right. you could have watched fucking Jessica Jones, and that's yeah. awesome. <laughs> no, you got to get all on your cocaine. Yep, with your. Stabby, stabby, run amok. <laughs> oh, Christ. <laughs> Nobody in Color County needs that. No, not at all. And uh, this, I don't think either of us intended this, but I love how we started and ended in Florida, too. <laughs> that know, was not intentional, but. Four articles and half of them are Florida. I think statistically inevitable. Yeah. And what was it? It was Texas and Nebraska? Does that sound yeah. right? Yeah. Yep. Lincoln, Nebraska. All right. I can see Texas. I mean, yeah. weird shit happens in Texas. 
Weird yeah. shit happens in Texas. I lived there. It was it's it's interesting. Yeah, I loved it, but it was interesting. I I'm looking at the clock, and I'm not going to get into it, so I'll just nod and say, "Okay, Texas." Yay! <laughs> Great. Yeah, stars are bright. Huzzah! <laughs> Deep in the heart of Texas, there's yes. no basement in the Alamo. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him large Marge said trying to use the farm. <laughs> <laughs> So there's that. Yeah. yeah there it is. <laughs> That's episode 16. Ta-da! <laughs> <laughs> the Aristocats! Everybody wants to be a cat. I don't. No. Really. Fuck I that. think that will be a, a shitty existence. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so yes, um, we have wrapped up Season 2, Episode 4, also known as Episode 16. And Thank you and sorry. Yeah. Not sorry. The the train I derailed, lied. we got it back on the track, and it was a total disaster. But, yes. Um, as we promised, next month we are going to have shitty parents, Yeah. and there's nothing funny about that. So we will just say fuck a lot and have fun doing it. Right. Prepare to lose hope in (laughs) April. (laughs) All right. And on that note, uh, we will see you in a month then. Thanks. Peace. Word. Oh, Christ. (laughs) That was awesome. (laughs) 